Mbwanji from BA. This is a Rorschach Malawi update from the 9th of March 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Malawi. Locals should start bracing for Cyclone Freddy. On Sunday the 5th, the Department of Climate Change and Meteorological Services, or DCCMS, released a statement saying that Freddy was intensifying in the Mozambique Channel and that it was moving towards the southwest coast of Madagascar. They said there was a high chance that Freddy would move back to the Mozambique coast later in the week, but said it had no direct impact on Malawi at its position. They did mention, however, that it was enhancing the Congo air mass into Malawi, causing heavy rains in some areas. On Tuesday the 7th, they released yet another statement saying Cyclone Freddy had intensified into a tropical cyclone. They said, according to weather models, chances are high that Freddy will make a second landfall over the Mozambique Channel by Friday the 10th. Because of this, they said there is a high likelihood that the cyclone will continue moving to southern Malawi by Saturday the 11th into Sunday the 12th. They said the forecast path of Freddy in Malawi includes Mulanje, Falombe, Tiradzulu, Theolo, Zomba, Blantyre, Neno, Mwaza, Sanje, and Chikwawa. These areas might experience damaging winds, torrential rain and flooding from Friday the 10th. On Thursday the 9th, the DCCMS reiterated their warning that Tropical Cyclone Freddy would likely move into southern Malawi this weekend. They said damaging winds, torrential rain and flooding are all possible risks. On Friday the 10th, the impact, graded at level 10, is likely to be severe. It will lessen to levels 9 and then 5, categorized as medium impact as a weekend progresses. They have since warned flood-prone and low-lying areas in southern Malawi to be on high alert for possible flooding, to stay away from water bodies and avoid traveling during the stormy weather. For all updates on local weather, follow the DCCMS on their Facebook page. The link is in our show notes. Last week, we mentioned that the Blantyre police had a shootout with robbers who allegedly wanted to rob one of the banks in the city. The police shot and arrested six people. The incidents happened at one of the city's busiest spots, ShopRite Mall, at around 10 a.m. On Tuesday the 7th, the police announced that they had arrested four more people in connection to the failed heist. This brings the number of arrests to 10. Beatrice Mikuwa, the publicist for the Southwest Region Police, told local media that the new arrests follow investigations and tips that the police received from the other suspects. She also revealed that among those arrested is Daniel Yohane, an ex-Malawi Defense Force soldier. The suspects have since been charged with attempted robbery and of being found in possession of offensive weapons. The country has been experiencing intermittent power supply for several months now, but it turns out that some of the power outages are self-imposed. On Saturday the 4th, local media reported that unknown people in Lilongwe had cut down 
eight poles belonging to the Electricity Supply Corporation of Malawi, or ESCOM, between Bunda and Salanyama, and had gone away with power lines. The spokesperson for ESCOM, Kitty Chingota, confirmed the news and said the incident happened on Friday the 3rd. Later that Saturday, local media reported that the police in Lilongwe had arrested Nevas Chifanje for cutting down five ESCOM poles and stealing 1,500 meters of conductor wires. These were valued at about 9.7 million kuwacha, which is about 9.5 thousand dollars. Hasting Tigalu, the public relations officer for Lilongwe Police Station, said Chifanje was caught by Katete forest rangers who were patrolling Tsalanyama Forest Reserve. They found him cutting down the poles using an axe. He had already cut down five poles when they found him. Tigalu said the incident happened on Friday the 3rd and that they are currently trying to recover the stolen conductor wires. The news angered many locals. They condemned their behavior and described it as barbaric. On Saturday the 4th, the State House released a statement saying President Lazarus Chakwera had removed Sean Campondeni as the Director of Communications for the State House. He had replaced him with Kent Mfepo, a social and behavioral change communications expert. The statement also said Campondeni will continue to work as the President's assistant and speechwriter and that he will be assigned other duties going forward. The news was confusing for many because Campondeni had revealed earlier that week that he was leaving the State House. On Wednesday the 1st, Campondeni said the State House quarterly briefing, which happened on the day of his announcement, would be his last. He did not say where he was going and said Malawians would be briefed when his replacement is appointed. Some people think there might have been a family squabble between the two since Campondeni is the president's son-in-law. A new survey revealed that Malawi's best universities are not rated highly on the global scale. On Tuesday the 7th, local media reported that a public research body from Spain known as Consejo Superior de Investigaciones, best known as CSTI, conducted research called the Webometrics Ranking of World Universities, in which Malawi's universities were not among the top 100 African universities. According to their 2023 research, Chancellor College leads Malawian universities at position 196, while Mzuzu University comes second at position 273. Kamuzu University of Health Sciences is at 358. Meanwhile, universities from South Africa have been ranked in the top 10, making some Malawians doubt the competency of the country's curriculums. Speaking of universities, local media reported that a student from Chancellor College was found hanging in his room on Wednesday the 8th. Authorities are yet to comment on the matter, however, some commentaries from local witnesses said that the deceased was a second-year student. They said he was found in his room at Chikanda village in the early hours of Wednesday. They said the police have taken his body. 
they are expected to give a detailed report after conducting investigations. The suicide cases in Malawi continue to rise, causing a lot of worry among many locals. There are calls for the government to take intensified action in improving mental health services in the country. On Wednesday the 8th, one of the country's popular traditional healers died. The woman was in her old age and was simply known as Ayaya. She became known for allegedly enriching people and turning around their fortunes. She died after succumbing to a long battle with back aches. Some people are anticipating to see what will happen to those whose riches came from her. A 69-year-old citizen, Brighton Mumbo, trended on social media this week. While many people his age are not as active, Mumbo cycled from Chitipa to Mzuzu over 300 kilometers to take part in the Mzuzu Half Marathon, which was 21 kilometers long. Despite having traveled such a long distance, Mumbo went on to finish at position 25 out of 94 participants. He told local media that he has enjoyed being a marathoner since 1972. The Msuzu Half Marathon was the first of the annual event and was held on Sunday the 5th. We have the link to the live stream of the marathon in our show notes. Also trending was a painting of Marta Tisuma, the Director General of the Anti-Corruption Bureau. On Saturday the 4th, Jacaranda Cultural Center in Blantyre hosted its first expo this year titled quote, the beauty of art, unquote. It featured the works of six artists, three males and three females. The visual artists are Chinsinsi Matilla, Prudence Chivasa Ziopani of the Prudent Art brand, Sandie Mjima, Maxwell Mambusha, Ronald Banda and William Chikomo. One of Banda's paintings was of Tizuma. It depicts the story of the struggles Chisuma has faced in recent months, including being arrested. It shows that artists have their own way of tackling the country's socio-economic issues. The painting has been praised on social media. You can give it a look via the link in our show notes. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. This way, you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at malawi at Bitani Bitani Buino.